Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Irish on Tap, a podcast about the Notre Dame Fighting Irish presented to you by ONTAP Sportsnet. I'm your host, Brandon Suarez. You can follow me on Twitter at BDON300, and you can follow our main account at ONTAP Irish. And today, we're going to be breaking down the 38-27 to loss to USC. It's a tough game out in South California in Pasadena. And when you spot a team like USC 10 points, it's always hard to come back, right? You end up losing the game by 11 points, and that fumble in the second half on that drive that we were absolutely cooking could have been a huge momentum shift just because, you know, you get the ball to start the second half. You're trying to trim the lead down. You have a drive that looks absolutely gorgeous. Cross over the 50. You end up fumbling the ball. But it appears that Caleb Williams is the front runner for the Heisman Trophy. He played as good of a game as we could have anticipated for this one. And you even saw in his fucking his uh his fingernails, which I thought was wild, that he had fuck ND on there. So don't like him. Hope he does not get drafted high or does not get paid or goes to a bad team. But he finished his day 18 to 22, 232 yards and a touchdown. And on the ground, he had nine carries, 35 yards three touchdowns so four total touchdowns overall just a, another performance that could stamp the Heisman trophy for him but something you just absolutely don't want to see as a Notre Dame fan on our side of the ball he really couldn't move the ball to start the game we had to have Drew Pine throw the ball for 318 yards which is just not our brand of football we are a team that likes to run the football play good defense and let the rest take care of itself and Drew Pine throwing it 26 times 318 yards, three tutties, ran the ball for 90 yards. But obviously, if we were only able to run the ball for 90 yards, you know we weren't able to control the clock. If you look at time of possession, which was crazy to me, it just seemed like we were on the field for the entire game. But overall, time of possession was tilted in USC's favor, 35-23 to 24-37. So almost 10 more minutes. And they only outgained us by 28 yards. We couldn't get off the field on third down, and we just we didn't create any turnovers. You need to be able to create turnovers and create an extra possession against a team like this that you know is capable of scoring 35 to 40 points every time they come out to, to play. And I think that, yeah, it's okay. Like, we lost this game. We're 8-4 on the season. This was never our best season. I think we have a quality team and a team that has responded well through adversity and tried to bounce back. And they just kept answering. That's the one thing that I'll give them credit for out there on Saturday is that they kept scoring, but every time we scored, they scored. It's like in a basketball game when, you know, your team's up by two and you're trying to pull away and you get a bucket, they get a bucket, you get a bucket, they get a bucket. It's just like, that's how it went. So we couldn't stop. The offense looked fine in the second half. They were able to get points when we needed them, but we weren't able to get off the field against one of the best offenses in college football. So it is what it is. But you want to be able to win these big marquee games, especially with the stakes as high as they were, USC, college football playoff riding on the line. And for us, with a chance to go to a New Year's Six riding on the line, and now that, you know, that chance is going to be out the window, we will – probably drop to one of the like premier non-new year six bowls like the gator like one of those 
which is not really a good bowl in my eyes, but we'll see uh, who we match up against and, and what type of team we end up playing because I still want to see this team in the bowl play against a team that is a quality opponent and a team that, you know, we're not going to go out there and just boat race. Uh, someone that definitely came to answer the call on Saturday was Michael Meyer. As is no surprise, he is our best player. Eight receptions, 99 yard or 98 yards and two touchdowns. But the offense couldn't get off the tarmac early. It wasn't our night early, and we end up having to play catch up against, like I said, one of the best offenses in all of college football. And you just never want to end up having to do that. But I really do think that, you know, this is a team that's a quarterback away. Drew Pine was never the starter during Ian Book, and he, he didn't even earn the starting job after Tyler Buckner. So if there is comfort in this loss, it's that, yeah, we lost by 11. We played with our backup, and we really just need to recruit the quarterback position better, maybe go through the transfer portal and find a different quarterback. But I think that this is a team that is a quarterback away, and even with Tyler Buckner, I don't know if we would have beaten them. But I just think that eight and four is is probably about right about even to where we should be for this season. You know, good team, won some good games, lost some stinkers, played some tough ones, and this is the result. But I really do think that Marcus Freeman and his staff have done a good job weathering the storm, weathering all the adversity throughout the season. And, and this game should not be indicative on what this season was. Because I, like I said, going into this game, I'm still extremely proud of the progress that this team has been able to make throughout the season, considering what has happened with those losses and stuff like that. But this game couldn't buy a stop couldn't get off the field when we needed to and you know ultimately are chasing a 10-point deficit for the whole game and you lose the game by 11. So if you take the first quarter out of this game you know maybe you got a chance to go for two and win the game but yeah they kept Jordan Addison at bay only three receptions for 45 yards and they really kept Caleb Williams the passer at bay. They did not throw the ball for that many yards considering this is a guy that goes for like three 350 yards a week. They threw, under, threw it for 232, so still a respectable amount, but not like Caleb Williams is going to beat us with his arm. He beat us with his legs, which it sucks because it's not like he's Michael Vick or Justin Fields, but you just got to find a way to put a cap on it and keep him in the pocket and not let him score in the red zone. Because even if you change his three rushing touchdowns to, to field goals on those drives, that's nine, and it's only, what, 29 to 27 or something goofy like that. So interesting, interesting game. Uh, you want to be able to win those. It's what college football is all about. It's a rivalry game. It's the first time they've beaten us, I think, in like five years. So uh, congrats to them, but we're going to get our lick back next year. And one of the games that we probably won't see too much uh, if USC does end up joining the Big Ten. I don't know how that will all work out. But, yeah, got to find a way to win those ones on the road with everything on the line and with a chance to keep another team out of the college football playoff because that's what they would have been able to do. If they were able to win that game, they probably would have kept USC out of the college football playoff. But, unfortunately, 
not able to do so. We end up dropping this one 38 to 27. Uh, I guess like moving forward, things to look, look forward to for the bowl game are just the, the way this team will handle the diversity, the adversity in that bowl game, right? If you end up spotting that team, seven, 10, 13, 14 points, how are you going to respond? Because we've all seen, you know, the reverse end of that when Notre Dame's up big and they can't find a way uh, to finish off a drive or to get a stop and they allow a team to come back in the game. But this type of game, you will run back into down the road. This is Notre Dame. We play these high-profile games, play these games against these Power 5 teams that are in the top five and in the top ten, and you have to find a way to be able to win those games. Today, we just weren't able to do that. So it's unfortunate. Or And on Saturday, we just weren't able to do that. It's unfortunate, but onward we must go, and we have a huge, huge opportunity in whatever bowl game that we get to finish the season at nine and four and finish the season on a positive note. I think that looking back at this game, the frustrating part is we weren't able to play our brand of football. They played our brand of football. They took us out of our game and out of our element very quick. And it's unfortunate because usually, and you saw it with the Clemson game and even the Ohio state game. I mean, after the half, they broke it open, but you play your identity of football. You come in, you run the football, you utilize all three of your backs, you utilize the short to intermediate passing routes, and then you play defense. And that's it. That's what we've done in our best games of the season. You know, receivers get in, and Michael Meyer get yards after the catch. The backs get yard, yards after contact. The defense and special teams has been creating turnovers all season. And in this game, we had no turnovers. We lost the turnover margin by two. We lost the time of possession by damn near 11 minutes. And that's, I mean, those are big factors into why we lost this game. If you were to tell me that Drew Pine, the passer, was going to outperform Caleb Williams, the passer, uh, in yards and touchdowns, I would have called you crazy. But that's what ended up happening. And I just think that this was not the type of game and game plan that we had anticipated coming into this game. I would have anticipated... 35 minutes in our time of possession favor and maybe double the rushing yards and a hundred yards less passing, but didn't work out that way. We're on the wrong side of this one. And offensively, I think it, it goes without being said, Michael Meyer is the clear cut favorite for uh, the player of the game. Always a good choice. But like I said, six receptions, 98 yards, two touchdowns along at 24 and then on the defensive side of the ball, uh, I'll go J.D. Bertrand. Nine tackles, six solos, tackle and a half uh, for loss. And a guy that I've said it on the account before, a guy that was just born to play linebacker at Notre Dame. Just a real lunch pail guy, guy that comes in, kind of reminds me a little bit of Drew White, but always just comes in and does his job. And we thank him for that. Another player of the week for him as he's gotten a few this season, uh, whether it's been me picking it in the pre or it happening in the post game. But, yeah, he has been a joy to watch and a joy to see uh, grow up here at Notre Dame uh, at the linebacker position. And I look forward to what he can do in future seasons and obviously in the bowl game this year. But 
the way I look at it is you have an opportunity to salvage the season. We are ranked, I believe, 22nd, 21st or 22nd. I could be wrong. But either way, we're still in the top 25. We're still one of the better teams in college football, even though we don't have our full team and we haven't played our best football yet. We're really just a team that's kind of growing into this new coaching staff and the new skill position players that we have, because obviously we've lost a lot in the receiver room, DBs, linebackers, you know, defensive ends, even though we've gained, we always have good defensive ends. So it's just like a, a reload, but everything has really changed over the last few years with this roster and all things considered, I think it's not a terrible season. I think maybe the Vegas win total projection may have been like 10 and a half or 10 flat, but you do, you do what you can do with what you got. And like I said, all things considered, not a terrible season, obviously not the best, but I, I think that they get better for next season. I think it's a 10-win team ne next season. And I think I say that, no, because this was the year that we had Clemson and Ohio State. I don't even know what the schedule says next year. I mean, if I'm going to say that, I got to back it up. But So for their schedule for football, All right, so it's Navy, Tennessee State, Central Michigan, Ohio State, and USC in back-to-back -back weeks. Wake Forest, Clemson, Stanford, Duke, Louisville, NC State, Pitt. Yeah, no, we're going undefeated. I don't care. Clip that. No, they'll probably win. They'll probably be a similar season next season, to be honest. Uh, after seeing that schedule, you got Clemson and USC. Even Pitt and NC State aren't slack teams, so – a lot of good teams on the schedule next year, but yeah, uh, as far as a bowl game goes, I haven't really looked too much into the projections. We'll pull something up right now. Let's see what we got. Obviously, give a shout out to whoever's work it is, but so we'll go USA today. That's probably the most reputable. So right now they have us in the Gator Bowl. Like I said, the Gator Bowl. So. Not terrible. It wasn't USA Today. It was 24-7 sports, by the way. But, yeah, South Carolina versus Notre Dame. And South Carolina is playing hot. They are. They just beat two top ten teams to end the season. Spencer Rattler is playing good football. Uh, I know he entered his name into the transfer portal, but we'll see what ends up happening with that. But I think that if we can get an SEC team, hell, if we can get another ACC or Big Ten or even Big 12 team, I need a Power Five. I need us to have – another opportunity to go out there against good competition and find a way to win a football game. Bowl games haven't necessarily been our friend over the last 10, 20 years, but when we end up in one of these, you know, lower to mid-level bowl games, we usually always win these ones. Like I can remember beating LSU. I can remember uh, who the heck was it that we beat two year, two or three years ago. I don't even remember. I know they beat LSU in one because Miles Boykin had the walk-off. And I know Tony Jones Jr. stiff-armed someone into the gulag in the other one, but I forgot who it was that they played. It might have been like – it was – oh, it was Iowa State. Yes. The Camping World Bowl. So, yeah, 
Iowa State and then Music City Bowl in 2014. Then obviously never for never forgive, never forget the Pinstripe Bowl when we beat Rutgers. So obviously not the best bowl team. Usually get blown out in the playoffs or like a big game, but all things considered, uh, if we if I look at the history, so yeah, Music City Bowl kind of mid level won that. Pinstripe mid level won that. Camping World mid level won that. The last time we were in one of these level of bowl games and lost that and lost it was 2011, like Champ Sports Bowl doesn't even exist anymore. I'm pretty sure we lost to Florida State. And then, yeah, other than that, again, the Sun Bowl, Hawaii Bowl won those. And then, yeah, it's just we just lose in these bigger bowl games, if you will. So it is what it is. We'll see what ends up happening. Um, so, yeah, like I said, offensively, Michael Meyer, defensively, J.D. Bertrand. Bowl game, from what I've seen from multiple outlets, has been the Gator Bowl, which is against an SEC opponent, so I like that. I think that's New Year's Day, so still we're, we're one of those, like, appetizer games for the Power Five, or for not for the Power Five, but for the New Year's Six or for the college football playoffs. So interesting in that front as well. But, yeah, overall season didn't go the way we all anticipated or wanted it to. But you still have one more opportunity to go out there, win a football game, and roll into next season with a little bit of a an advantage or a little bit of a momentum, if you will. But we'll be back with you guys to discuss when we do get our bowl game and matchup to figure out a way for us to win this football game. Obviously there'll be a full episode dedicated to that. This was just more speculative at the end of uh, our show, but I do think that, yeah, USC was a winnable game. We did not win the game. We didn't play our brand of football. That's why we didn't win. And it's a couple of reasons why we lost, but we're on the wrong side of it. 38 to 27, not going to be going to a new year's six bowl game this year. Looking Pretty much like it'll be the Gator Bowl. We'll find out here on Sunday after championship Saturday. And then we'll be back with you guys on the other side. We'll put out an episode next week uh, just to talk about all the bowl games in the college football playoff. And then we'll put out an episode closer to game time or maybe like a week before. That'll be an official preview of whoever we play. I was about to say of whatever. I was about to say a team name, and I just like, wait a second, there is no team name to say. So it is what it is. But we'll have, we'll say, three more shows for you guys for this season. Uh, but again, really do appreciate you for tuning in to this week's show of Irish on Tap. Like I said, unfortunately, our Irish lost 38-27 to last week against USC. Uh, we'll be back with you guys to discuss college football playoff, bowl matchups, our bowl game, and then we'll do a preview and post-game show specifically for that bowl game. We don't know who that opponent will be. We'll find out on Sunday. Enjoy championship Saturday, and enjoy what football we do have left because, you know, there's only, like, Army-Navy, the championship Saturday, and then the bowl game. So enjoy it. Watch as much as you can. It is the holiday season. I always love this time of the year for the bowl games. And don't let people ruin your fun watching them because every bowl game matters i love watching them all <laughs> i like betting on them it's all it's all good it's all fun but yeah we'll be back with you guys in the middle of the week this week 
I don't know why I didn't say it at the top of the show. Don't don't follow my Twitter right now because my Twitter was hacked. So just follow ONTAP Irish. My name is Brandon Suarez. When I get my Twitter back, I'll let you know where you can follow me at. But I really do appreciate you all for listening to this week's show. We'll be back with you guys in the middle of the week. You got nothing else for you. And go. Bye.